We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Jones and the Mama Bears. Jones and the Mama Bears here on WEEI. We got a phone call. Six one seven on WEEI. Devin, could you maybe walk me off the ledge here? There's been some rumor that McDaniel's will be the guy, and that he would bring Mac back. Do you see a scenario <laughs> where that comes to uh, fruition? I don't know. I I, uh, I did a podcast the other day, and I said there could be a world where some OC comes in and does think like, hey, we can win with Mac Jones and then go get better in the draft and free agency around him. Is that Josh McDaniels? Like, I don't know. Devin McCourty this morning on the Greg Hill Show discussing the likelihood that Mac and Josh McDaniels are back. I agree with Chris Curtis. Uh, Walk me off the ledge here which Devin McCourty proceeded not to do. You walk me off the ledge. I will walk off the ledge if that's what happens. Oh, good, Jones. Uh, Karen Garigian at Mass Live wrote about what the Patriots could get for Mac Jones. And I'd take this in a heartbeat. We talked about this yesterday during Triple Play on Jones and Mego with Arcan. Uh, speaking with one NFL executive, the Patriots are looking to land a mid-round pick if they're lucky. Quote, I could see a team, even if they saw him as a very good backup, trading a fifth-round pick for him, said the executive to Mass Live. Maybe they could get a fourth, but it would depend on the time of year and the team's situation. Uh, Gregan then goes on to note, the market for Jones may not materialize until after the draft. When teams have a better idea how their quarterback situation stacks up, it might also extend into training camp when injuries occur and the need magnifies. Quote, I definitely think he has a market. It seems like it's been a rough go for him the past two years, said the executive. I'll say. So, I don't know. Trying to read between the lines on the rumors out there. Add in what Devin McCourty said this morning here on EEI. um, Plus what the executive is saying to Mass Live. Are the Patriots waiting until they get their number? Whatever that is. A fourth rounder. A fifth rounder. A fourth and a fifth rounder. A fourth and a seventh. Like, I don't know. Is that what they're waiting on? Are they waiting this out, and they'll wait through the draft, they'll wait into training camp? What if they don't get that number? Like, what if they don't get that pick? Are they going to hold on to Mac Jones until they get it? And now are we in training camp, and you got to do something with him, or we're getting into the preseason, and he's still here? Is that is that the best direction for the franchise? To me, the question is, are they going to look at what the Niners did with Trey Lance last year and wait until they can find a team who's in some kind of desperate situation and what, they can trade them off that Refresh way. my memory. When was that? Right around cutdown? Yeah. Okay. So, like, you could do that. I don't I don't know that I want to wait that long. <laughs> like, Well, I, what's your urgency to move off from him just because you're scared that they're going to try to run it back? That yeah. he's going to, like, win something in yeah. minicamp and he's going to win hearts back of the coaching staff? Yeah. Or Josh McDaniel sees him again and his heart starts beating a little faster. All of those things, yes. What do you mean, what's my fear? Yes, all those things. The longer he's here, the greater the chance that he's going to see snaps again. I hope that they would be a little bit more immune to that if they're drafting 
a quarterback high in the draft. Like, even if they go for Michael Penix or someone in the second round, like high, high in the second round, I would hope that that, that's the plan, that they can roll that guy out and not get sidetracked by Mac Jones after the last two seasons. Okay, I would also hope that. But, like, my fear is the longer he's here, the greater the likelihood is that he can he can get a foot back in the door. Like, as Mark Daniels reported the other day, the door is not closed. Do you care if it's a fourth-round pick or a fifth-round pick? No, I guess this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if you can get a fifth right now and you want a fourth, just take the fifth. Just, it's a sunken cost. Take the pick That's right now. That's kind of how I feel, too. Right? Like, what are you trying to win here? Exactly. Like, like what, well, how much of a difference is it going to make? Like, right. Are fans going to go, oh, phew, we got a fourth-round pick for Mac Jones? No, they're all going to rejoice that he's gone and you got anything for him. Arkan, you said yesterday, you're like, basically your question boiled down to, can they even get a seventh-round pick? Yeah. I think they can, but what I, I, don't, I don't even care at the end of the day. I would move on. And I guess that what you just said, Mego, is I guess my real question. Like, are you holding out for something because Sam Darnold went for X amount of picks a couple of years ago and you feel like that's a fair market? I don't know that that's the right way to go about it. Like, I don't really care if it's a couple of third-round picks or a fourth-round pick. I'd rather have the two-thirds at the end of the day. But I want to be rid of this distraction. I want him out of the quarterback room. Like, he's still showing up and working out. We heard his throwing coach tell this to Tom Curran on the Patriots Talk podcast, referencing the same thing that Bill Belichick said. I'm under contract. So, like, what? You want that? Where the guy's not really here, but he's showing up to work every day. He's not really want. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I know. And I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I would say this. The Patriots could have acted faster on Mac Jones if they wanted to, if they felt it was so important and so urgent to get him out of there and move on and everything, then they probably would have. What I think you're both underestimating here is that Mac Jones is a symbol, I think, to the crafts and to the organization, everybody's still here, of something that Bill Belichick did really wrong and something that they can pin on Bill and say, you know what, this guy was good and then Bill ruined him, so let's give him another chance and prove that it was all Bill, it was his fault, and we made the right choice by firing him. I think that's very much in play here. And you may not... Like it. I mean, listen, Jones, I know you don't like that, but no, I think I don't. that's how they're thinking. Well, can't that also backfire on them? Yes. Sure. If they have, especially if they have Josh McDaniels back as the play caller and they roll Mac Jones out there and he looks like he looked for much of this yeah. season, oh, yeah. then it's like, holy crap, it looks like Bill wasn't the problem. So to me, I'm okay with them holding on to like the draft. I'm not, how have they been positioning themselves so far? I mean, it's it's to say that Bill was the wrong, Bill was the cause of no, all our problems. A thousand and we're percent. Keeping everybody else, and we're getting rid of him, and no, that's it. Ar- Arkan's right. I mean, that especially if it's Nick Cayley and or Josh McDaniels or somebody on off- as offensive coordinator, it's like all they really changed so far anyway was Bill. And so I could totally see that. But let's roll that back. If it's those two coming back or some combination or one or the other, yeah, it could absolutely is it, blow up is in their it face. those guys coming back because that's they think that because the decision makers with the Patriots think that it really was just Bill was the problem and it's fine to bring these people back? Or are those the only guys who will take the job? Uh, well, I think, that too, I think yeah. more of the second thing. I, also, I do think that. You only have to win six games for it to be considered an improvement you know like i don't know about that's that. true i mean well listen if you go no, no. with maybe in, the, in six is a no no but well, like, well, let me just let me just jump in. you don't have to be back in the playoffs not with for mac. It to be an improvement not with mac no it's the context because if you look like you have a rookie quarterbacks who's who's justin herbert who's seriously developing and you're like bam Bingo. he's the guy then everybody will go yeah we only got six wins but we're gonna be great next right. year arkan if they win six games with drake may Way different than running it back with Mac and winning six games. Agree with that. Like, way different. You'll feel good about one, I think, or you'll at least feel okay about one. The other, I don't I don't think anything changes. So here's what I'm okay with. I'm okay with waiting through the draft. I'm fine with waiting through the draft. You want to tell me you want to get to the draft. That's when teams panic. That's a deadline. Fine. 
I'm not telling you trade Mac today. I'm not going into training camp. I'm not doing that thing where it's mini camp and training camp and, all, and and the new quarterbacks in the same room with Mac. And, you know, he may not even be able to stand Mac like Bailey Zappi couldn't. They can't sit in the same room and people are picking sides. I'm not doing that. Draft? Fine. I don't need to trade today. But that that's as far as I'm taking it. Free agency draft, see what teams are doing, and then move them. And if you're not getting your number, you're dreaming of a fourth-round pick, and you're only getting a fifth, just take the fifth. Or you want a, a fourth rounder, you're only getting a sixth, take the sixth and get rid of the headache. Does it become a complication if during free agency they're looking at bringing in a free agent bridge slash backup quarterback? Uh, and then they're holding on to Mac, and then teams are like very aware that there's they're also trying to this. Mac. Arkan, I don't know. Did you see this today uh, on ESPN? They did like a quarterback carousel thing with all the beat writers and where all these quarterbacks are going to end up. And they were unclear on what they wrote about Jones. They're like, Jones was considered as a cut candidate, but wasn't moved. He was still on the Patriots. He had, the thing had the Patriots sign in Jacoby Brissett. It okay. had them drafting, I think, Jaden Daniels. It might have been Drake May. I forget. But drafting a quarterback at three, bringing in Brissett. And Mac Jones is in like this weird limbo. That's exactly what I want to avoid, especially if you're bringing in another veteran. Like, where does he fit together? Yeah, the Jacoby Brissett thing is his Patriots are more likely to address the starting quarterback spot in the draft, but this move allows for veteran competition. Brissett signs a one-year $8 million deal, and uh, the rest of it, Jaden Daniels they had as the, as the draft pick. And, I mean, listen, like, <laughs> there's a lot of different ways you can go here. I think Mac Jones is probably the way that you'd least want to go. Uh, I'd probably yeah, no, rather even sure. bring in Brissett. And, you know, if, if you bring in Brissett, then you can also draft somebody and say, okay, well, now you have your veteran backup and it's not someone who's going to be directly competing like that, but someone you wouldn't mind plugging in. So With Mac Jones, I, you don't get any of that. So real quick, uh, Ryan just dropped in the Sam Darnold trade again, which this happened before the draft. This happened in April. Uh, Mego, you also brought up Trey Lance. That's an example of a team waiting. Uh, they got a haul for Sam Darnold, which mm-hmm. remains crazy. They got a sixth in 2021. And then a second rounder in 2022 and a fourth. So they got three picks for Sam Darnold. Now, I don't know. Who did these guys turn into? Anybody good? It doesn't look like it. But they got a haul for Darnold. I'm not sitting around and waiting. A couple more items here to bring up. Uh, Phil Perry adds to uh, the draft question that Karen Garigian said. Uh, He says maybe uh, if the 49ers offered the Patriots a fifth for Mac Jones on draft weekend, who says no? So that seems to be in the same ballpark. The executive told Karen Garigian at Mass Live, maybe a fourth or a fifth. Who says no if the Niners offer a fifth? Maybe the Crafts. <laughs> I mean, I hope maybe, not. Maybe the Crafts saying, like, no, this was our golden boy. If the Niners say, we'll give you a fifth, they better take it. Uh, I, I, would. I wouldn't say no. I think they would at this point. I would take it. Okay. So you, so not the Crafts then. I, we would all take it. I would definitely take it. And good. Good luck with him, Shanahan. Uh Meanwhile, he also says that the value for Justin Fields uh, might be somewhere around a third-round pick. He says if the Patriots That's don't, uh, if the Patriots don't like their quarterback options at number three, there's a world where they could try to acquire Fields instead, take a tackle and a receiver uh, with their first two picks, and then go from there. So a third-round pick for Justin Fields, in or out on that? You just said Fields, that's it. I know. I know. You don't like I'm Justin su- Fields. I'm surprised by the price tag. I don't like Justin Fields at this point. I'm still out. But that that does feel like a little bit of a steal. Okay, third round pick. I I, I you I have to it. you have to explain that to me too. How right. you're hoping for a fourth for Mac, but Fields only goes for a third. That doesn't quite compute. Uh, but you guys can jump in on the phone six one seven seven seven. Fields is more talented no, on no, the field. No, I'm saying why the pick, isn't he getting much? More yeah, the pick shouldn't be that oh, close. Is that's what, what I'm saying. That's why I feel like it's a steal. Yeah, I, look, third for Fields. Now I'm I'm getting on board with the Arcan plan of Harrison like, Jr. at three. 
take your dumb tackle in the second round and then give up your I third for Fields. I don't believe in Fields, but I could understand why a handful of other teams would be like, could be fun to fix. Yeah, uh, or, or at least, you know, a project in the meantime. Uh, 617-779-7937. We'll add the uh, Mac Jones discussion to the offensive coordinator search. Uh, Bill Belichick is his status as the GOAT. Greatest coach of all time in jeopardy. Some of Tom Brady Sr.'s comments. We can get to all of it here. Uh, Mike is in East Longmeadow. Go ahead, Mike. How are you guys? Good. I I continue to hear everything about Mac Jones, and unfortunately I don't agree that he is the only reason that our offense is as bad as we are making it out to be. What was the probability of, high, of, of signing Evans, who I understand might be available, drafting Marvin Harrison Jr., and holding on to Jones. Okay, so Arkan, this is your plan. You're on board with it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not that I, that's not my first choice, but I wouldn't be too upset about that. I think that that Hang on, that's not your first choice? Harrison and, and Evans is not your first Harrison choice? Harrison and Evans is my first not choice. The Mac, Mac Jones is not the, the part of it. I think that you need those guys for your quarterback, whoever it is, uh, whether it's a rookie, whether it's you know uh, Kirk Cousins or Mac Jones or whoever. And I do think that in those the right circumstances, you could probably get a decent season out of Mac Jones if you put a real offense around them. I don't think that that's totally out of the question. I don't think he's broke beyond repair i just think you need to give him a chance with an actual offense do you think he's broken beyond repair in new england like i just think it's no, no, best no, forget forget the location i think he's broken beyond oh repair. i don't I, I look at what has happened over the last season with baker and even like i wouldn't baker put, mayfield ever this bad no geno smith was geno smith was this geno bad smith that's a fair is one more accurate so maybe in, even, maybe in 10 years mac jones pops up and has one good year yeah. maybe and i don't like throwing jared goff i'm with it. you mac because Goff was never that bad either. Goff was, ne- was never Not nearly that bad. this bad. No. Goff went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. right. No, we're saying we're, uh, Goff yeah. was never that bad. Now, Goff's final year with the Rams I don't think was great. I'd have to look at it. But he was never that bad. I don't think Mac is beyond repair. I think that he I, could I do. that he could develop into somebody else. And like like will he ever start again? Will he have a meaningful season as a starter? Yeah, I can see that. Is he gonna win a Super Bowl? No. Yeah, I don't know that he'll have a mean I mean, he barely had a meaningful season as a rookie. It was like it felt flat. Like at some point, you have barely to barely had a meaningful season. You have to look at the full data. It's one of the best game. rookie seasons ever. Yeah, but how was the final six games? Not great. The, they how, weren't great, but it was still one of the okay. best rookie seasons here, any quarterback. Here's ever what I'm had. telling you: the first month wasn't very good. The last month was really bad. So, really, when you boil it down, we've seen about two good months of Mac Jones in three years. So, no, I don't expect him to ever come back and be anything anywhere, here, anywhere else. I don't. What I would give for two good months. Yeah, that entire time, Jacoby Myers was the best guy he had to throw to, which is the point I'm trying to make here, that if you had Harrison and you had Evans or Pittman or Ridley or any of these other guys, and you put them in a real offense with for yeah, him no, I've heard and it made a real offense, I think that that's worth looking at. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Brian's and Pepperell. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Um, question. Uh, you guys uh, were talking about the um, – the field deal and kind of some my thunder. I think it's a great, great uh, choice if it plays out in terms of getting Harrison, maybe the mahogany kid from BC. I was wondering, guys, I know it's speculation. Do you think Chicago is willing to give up fields at this time? I know he's been treading towards the end of the year. Yeah, I think they're willing to give him up. I don't know the kid from BC he's referencing. Do we know this kid, Jacob? Jacob's like, Jacob is a double thumbs up. I don't even know what position he plays, but whatever. Mahogany? He's made of wood. <laughs> I'm a real boy. BC guy likes a BC Christian guy. Mahogany. Hey, I root for athletes named Christian. What position? He is an offensive lineman. Okay, Ooh, gross. He's a big tree. Gross. Look, Mega Mego's in. Mego's like, <laughs> right. he's a giant redwood of a man. Um, yeah, no, they're Fields is definitely available. They are they are drafting Caleb Williams. I think. Imagine they have three Christians on the team: Barmore, Gonzalez, and Mahogany. 
I'm into it. You can't mahogany team. There's already a team, guys named Christian. There's already too many Christians around here is what yeah, I would say. I agree. Uh, Tim's in Hanover. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, hey, Jonesy, hang on for a second. Okay. Just hear me out. Matt Jones, they're running it back with this kid. I believe deeply in my heart what happens. They sat him down late in the season, probably due to Kraft. Kraft didn't want to. He seen what was happening to Mac. They sat him down, said we uh, want to get this head strike. You have uh, it so backwards. Right for next year, right? Hear me out for one second. They're picking Harrison. And then watch. we just watched four good NFL teams this last weekend. They all had killer offensive lines. That's what we need to do, get the offense set on the line. Then they can run their running backs get the quarterback, and then buy in these pieces. I agree. When I watch the Chiefs, I go, man, it's the offensive line. Isn't that what you see? It's not Mahomes running around making play after play after play. I look at the Chiefs and I go, wow, what an offensive line. Jones, They you... did invest in their offensive line. Okay. I, was, I actually was going to bring this up earlier in the week, and I didn't feel like scratching the itch, but since he went there. He lost Joe Tooney. Did it make any difference? I heard a lot about that last week. Oh, my God, what are they going to do without Joe Tooney? Did, did not matter one bit for Patrick Mahomes. You know, not sacked again. I don't think. Maybe he was sacked in that game. I take it back. He got sacked twice. Not under pressure. Like, still making plays. Like, did he miss Joe Tooney one bit? No. So, look, I'm not telling you you can't have an offensive line. You can't have anybody in front of these quarterbacks. I'm not overrating it. And Mac, just get Mac Jones, Marvin Harrison, and an offensive line, and he'll be fine. Give me the wood. I just, if that's if that's your answer, and Arkan, I feel like you're somewhat in this group. You really, at the end of the day, don't even believe in Mac Jones. You just believe that any quarterback can be surrounded by other things. Kind of, yeah. So then why is Mac even a part of the discussion? Why not just move on from him and bring in some other cog in the wheel with new talent and a new offensive line? I mean, you could do that, I suppose, but he's already here and you have another year of him cheap, and that's, you know, that's in order to save money and allocate it other places that I think is more important to, that's a decent option, that's all. Okay. I don't think it's a decent option. But, uh, okay. Well, financially it is. Uh, here, here's what, no, financially, but that yeah. if that's your motivation, I think you're already, you're already, and I'm not saying you are, Cam, but, like, if that's why the Crafts are bringing him back, it's already the wrong decision. Like, you haven't spent money for a decade. Uh, there have been years in there, 2021 you spent. But you have not spent money compared to the rest of the league. You are dead last for a decade. And now you're going to make another financial decision at quarterback, the most important decision on the field. I would hate that. I would hate it. I hate how the Red Sox do it. I would hate it if the Patriots do it. But when it comes to what uh, Tim just said, I I am fearful this is what they're looking at. Like, it's getting hard to ignore. Devin McCourty over here. Mark Daniels is reporting over there. Mayo not shooting it down when he was asked about it. Reese floating an item the other weekend. Like, I am fearful that's what's actually going on. And I think that would be a terrible, terrible, terrible approach. Take your fifth rounder, hold your nose, and make the deal. I actually think a fifth rounder is pretty good for Mac. Take, Take a cue from Houston. Just move on. Yes. Right? Or, or, or like the Jets. The Jets weren't going to keep doing it with Zach. Well, they kept him on the roster, I guess, which probably hurt them. They probably should have moved on last year. But, like, the Jets weren't going to keep sticking it out with Zach Wilson. They went out and got Aaron Rodgers. And I wouldn't even keep uh, Mac Jones in the same quarterback room like the Jets did with Wilson. 617-779-7937. More of your phone calls coming up here. I do want to get to Joe Missoula, who just, he really is much must-watch uh, must TV, I should say. After all these games, I think... I think he's winning me over a little bit, Mego. I think he's winning me over. Let's hear from Crazy Joe next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.